you sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and day will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learn to proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the Launch Into Freedom podcast, the show for health and wellness experts who want to learn the strategies to create attention for their offers so they can be the agent of change for their clients and also create lasting freedom for themselves and their families in the process. I'm so pumped that you're back here with me. Um, this is episode number 11 already, and I hope your week is going well. It's the first week of spring the last weekend of the CrossFit Open. And I'm super excited today to share with you a little snippet from one of my coaching calls that I do for the last two weeks already with a small group of students. Just a few weeks ago, I started a small group coaching program where I share knowledge and skill sets regarding Facebook and Instagram ads with health and wellness experts so they can effortlessly attract new clients and students to their existing online coaching programs, their online courses, or even their one-on-one -on -one coaching services. With the goal not to make them Facebook advertising experts, but to give them the confidence and the knowledge so they can then go and outsource their ads in the future to someone they trust because they know what they're doing and they know what's happening inside of their ad accounts. I've been working very closely with a large group of clients over the past few years and during that time I've identified patterns and frameworks for Facebook ads that will not only get you to your financial goals using Facebook ads or Instagram ads or even YouTube ads. It's very universal these concepts and frameworks. But they will also give you the foundational knowledge so you can go out there with confidence and hire a team member or an agency or a freelancer that will do the work for you eventually under your guidance, right? And in last week's strategy call, I had a very interesting conversation with one of my students whose ad campaigns and her Facebook ads were performing actually really well. They were attracting new leads and new members for her Facebook group, but she wanted to improve them on the one hand. And on the other hand, she had a feeling that even the leads that she attracted, she couldn't build traction with. They were not engaged in her Facebook group. They were not really like reacting to her posts. They weren't booking calls. So in this call, we actually went through her ads and her creatives and her messaging. And we talked about a twofold concept that is very popular in marketing, but that a lot of people still don't, they can quite grasp it yet. And that is the concept of moving away from pain and moving towards pleasure. And a lot of people are not aware that we can actually use that in our Facebook ads as well, not only in our overall marketing strategy and messaging. 
So we were talking about that and then also about how we can use a simple trick inside of something like a Facebook group where we want to nurture our audience and build a community, an engaged community more importantly, and a quick trick how we can actually build that engagement and get people to comment on your posts and ask questions and actually interact with each other because that is the whole point of building a community, right? We want to nurture a feeling of, of community, of togetherness, so they know that they are not alone and that they feel comfortable. So you can use this Facebook group to actually either find new students, find new clients, or just communicate with people to grasp their pain points and challenges and their, their wishes and desires. What a lot of people don't know is that a Facebook group is the number one place to gather customer insights if you have the right people in your Facebook group. So we're going to go through that in that coaching call and a lot more. So I hope you enjoyed this quite different episode style of the Launch Into Freedom podcast. Let me know if you want to hear more and want to get more insights from these coaching calls. Um, I plan on posting snippets here and there way more often on the podcast because I feel like there is so much value in these coaching calls that a lot of you guys don't get because you're not in one of these group coaching programs. So keep your eyes open and your ears open for episodes like that in the future. Before we get started, I would really appreciate if you guys could go to Apple Podcasts and actually leave a rating and a review for the Launch Into Freedom podcast. We got a lot of reviews and ratings and positive feedback already since we launched this podcast only four or five weeks ago. And I would love to hear more from you guys. I would love what you like about the podcast, what you don't like, what you want to hear. If you got any takeaways, if you got any value out of these episodes, I would love to hear from you. So just grab a screenshot of this episode on your phone, post it in your Instagram stories, tag me at the Michael Hoffman or go to an Apple podcast, as I said, and leave a rating and a review so I can see what you like, what you don't like, and actually make this podcast even better for you. Without further ado, uh, let's jump right into the coaching call. I would probably try to find either stress or overwhelm related images and test one at a time. I wouldn't dump in like four different like creatives now simply because your budget is really low. You have $5 and if you have five pictures in there, the max one picture could get is a dollar and you won't get enough data. So I would probably just duplicate this ad and just exchange the image with something, something like different something other like stress related, maybe not like a woman sitting there, maybe, maybe speak to the whole, um, maybe kids aspect, empty nester aspect. That could be something that it's worth testing. I'm not saying that it will, will do better simply because the budget is really low. You know? Well, I have no problem with upping my budget with the knowledge that I have. I, I felt yeah. that I was spending money ridiculously because i didn't truly really understand what to yeah. do are you um the face of that business or are you kind of like working in the background and have to brand do the work like uh what's it called brand iridescence <laughs> sorry you're behind the brand 
Okay. I was just I was just wondering if if you would be the face of the brand, it would also be worth testing a video of you just talking about that, addressing the pain points. But if if it's the brand, um, I would definitely just stick with images. Um, that's that's totally fine. And maybe one thing that always works for my clients and from my campaigns is just you in a picture with the lead magnet. It is stupid simple. Like if you have a guide or an ebook or even that flow, you in that picture holding this like lead magnet in your hand. This always does much better than any other stock footage that we have. This also might be might be worth testing on the creative side. How would I do that? Because it's literally me doing a seven minute workout with them. Well, then I would just grab a screenshot of you doing the workout, right? Like it's on video, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would just maybe maybe grab a screenshot of that if you if you find a good frame that's that's good quality if not then just take a picture of you like recreating one of the exercises that you do and post that as a as a as a picture i think that always does better because people get the the personal connection okay like with with that stock image people can see that it's a stock image they know that it's not you or or like some person that they can relate to i would actually do that first I would test that picture now first with the existing one just to see if people react better to you or to stock images. The problem is, is I have tried pictures of me. Like here, this is literally a picture of me. I've got a workout outfit on and that did not do well. There's one of me hugging my kid. Didn't do well. Is it the face? <laughs> I think it is the nature of your um, messaging because your messaging starts with i was sick and tired of sacrificing my own needs while constantly providing for others you hugging your kid happily and joyful is a disconnect like people they read that and they expect something negative that's why this picture of this stressful woman on the bathroom counter does so well because it connects the two things it connects the copy with the image it speaks to that pain point okay well that's really interesting because i was instructed to not use those pictures because well that's really bad candace like you want to have something that is is going to show them hope so that's quite interesting because i kept using that oh my god you know um, stressed out. i mean they're not wrong the thing is you have to be congruent if your picture is something joyful and happy and positive, then your copy has to be positive, right? Your copy is negative, like or not or not negative. Let's let's put it a different way. People that have a problem either want to move away from that problem or they want to go towards pleasure and to joy. What you're doing here is you're showing them a way to get away from pain, to get away from that problem. You address the problem, you address the situation they're in, and you tell them, okay, you can get rid of this problem. And that's, that's what's working right now with the copy and with the, with the images. If you would choose the other path, telling them, okay, you can go towards pleasure, you have to find that pleasure point, that desire that they have, and speak to that in your copy. And then you can go with like the outcome you hugging your kid, being happy, being joyful is the ideal outcome for this person. She wants to be in that 
in that position in that situation, right? So there are always always two ways to approach it. That being said, in general, the approach moving away from pain usually works better for lead magnets because people usually don't know what they want. Like they don't know what their ideal outcome is. They don't know what their desire is, like the big picture. They just know that they have a problem right now. Sometimes they don't even know that they have a problem right now. They just, they're stuck in a situation and that's just normal for them. But they are in a pain and that is present for them. And you showing them, okay, there's a way away from that pain is actually much more powerful and much more effective than telling them, okay, there is this pleasure, there is this desire that you have um, and you can move there. I hope this makes sense. Yeah, no, no, completely, completely makes sense. So the only thing that I is not making sense to me is, okay, so I have done a picture of me um, standing in one of the, one of the positions that that's in the workout and it didn't fly. Okay. With the same audience, the same everything? No, I'm finding that this, like I'm getting leads. Don't get me wrong. I'm getting leads, but I'm not getting a little lot of traction with these ladies though, either in the group, like in my Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I think I kind of wanted just to start it. I, I honestly wanted to start from scratch. Okay. Not from everything, but like start a brand new ad and go, okay, let's start from scratch on this aspect and let's start playing around here and try something different. What's the, the customer journey like for you? Like they opt in for that lead magnet and what's the next step after that? Uh, then to go into my Facebook group. And what happens afterwards? Uh, then I nurture them and hopefully get them to book a call to go okay. into my 12-week program. Do you send an email sequence as well? Yes. How long is it? Um, seven or eight emails, but, but I also send out one to two emails a week also mm -hmm. on top of. Okay. Okay, that's, that's good. I was just wondering if, if the Facebook group would be the only avenue um, that you have there to nurture them. That being said, something that really does work well has nothing to do with Facebook ads. I feel like once people request access to your Facebook group, you know that they are interested in the topic and that they are potential customers. Um, if they wouldn't be, if you get like bad leads onto your list, they wouldn't even request access to that group. That being said, to ramp up the engagement and the traction inside of the group and actually get people involved, I guess, because most of the times groups are just dead. Like you post something in there, you get the occasional two or three likes, one comment, and, and that's it. What you could do, and what I saw a lot of other people do that run like successful Facebook groups is gamification. Meaning um, Facebook gives you and your groups analytics who engaged the most, who was the most like engaged, who commented the most, who liked the most in like the last month. You could just start doing like a monthly contest between like where you give away something that they desire. Maybe it could be, could be a gift card, it could be an Amazon gift card. I, I know we have in Canada, we have like mature market. That's like a health food thing. Every month you give away a $50 gift card or like a hundred dollar gift card to mature market to the person that engages the most in the group. And you mentioned that 
throughout your videos and your posts um, that this contest is going. It's ongoing. It goes every month. And that way you get people to comment more. That motivates people to like, okay, like I can provide value. I can ask questions because there is something, there's a reward at the end. If people don't get a reward, if don't they don't have anything like to aim for, they don't do things. Like I am doing like um, in, in a past program that I took in the mentorship program, I am doing two steps twice a month. So like, for example, at the beginning of the, um, you know, who's interested in, in, in a boundaries, in, in my top boundaries, whatever, you know, like uh, three steps in setting healthy boundaries um, to get people to comment and, and like and stuff like that. Those are those are good posts um, to get engagement. I get that, but they are like in the end, they're not as powerful. You know, like it's just yes, people comment a yes, and then they're gone again once they have it. Like it doesn't incentivize them to leave future comments, right? You will have to keep posting these like engagement posts basically every two days to get the engagement. But if you have something in the back of their heads saying, okay, um, if I comment on this post now, there might be something for me at the end of the month that I can get in return. So could that be something like a service that I provide also? You can actually mix it up, honestly. Like you can, you can do it differently every month. Just make sure if it's a service you provide, make sure that people know that you usually charge for that. Like maybe something you sold in the past to that to that audience or that you offered before, so they know it's actually worth something. I know a lot of people do it. Yeah, like you can win a free strategy session with me, like that I usually charge money for. But if you go on those people's websites, you know that you can get a 20-minute free strategy session anyways. Like you just have to call there. So make sure that people know that this is like a paid offer usually and that you give it away to one person. But yeah, that's definitely, definitely an option. As I said, you can mix it up. Like you can do one month this, one month this, one month this. Like you can, you can partner up with, with other like people. Like you can maybe have, you maybe have someone in your group that has their own offer and then you can just partner up with them. I feel like that is, that is always a good way to kind of like get people more engaged in your group when there is something in return. Right. I'm not, I'm not a fan of like doing giveaways on your page or your Instagram account because there's a big difference. When you do it on your Instagram account, you attract people that are only interested in the giveaway, that only follow you, that only comment because they want to have that thing. When people are in your group already, and when people constantly comment and build connection with each other, you know that these people are interested in your service. They are potential customers. So that way, it makes total sense to maybe reward them for their engagement towards the end. All right, all right, all right. Thanks so much for listening in on this week's episode of the Launch Into Freedom podcast. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you a health, wellness, or fitness expert who uses Facebook and Instagram ads to promote your offer? And are you sometimes struggling with low click-through rates and inconsistent results? Then you will love this brand new training I just released for free. It's called the Magnetic Facebook Ads Blueprint. And in there, I will show you the seven steps we use in our agency, but also for our clients and students to create highly clickable Facebook and Instagram ads copy and creatives that not only draw in your ideal customer, but actually convert them into leads and sales. Just go to launchintofreedom.co and get free access to the training. That is launchintofreedom.co. 
for your free magnetic Facebook ads blueprint.